Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I am your host Mark Hirons and today we're chatting to illustrator and graphic designer John Sheehan. All the way from Ireland, John works as a sports illustrator, working with huge names in the business. New Balance, Bundesliga, the Premier League, Manchester City, Sunderland, BT Sports and the UFC. I'm a huge fan of John's work. I recently been getting into football illustration and sports illustration myself and I wanted to pick up a few tips from a guy who knows what he's doing. I really enjoyed chatting to him and I hope you enjoyed the show. Got lots of valuable advice. Hopefully you enjoy it too and you listen carefully and apply the advice to yourself and your own situation. Thanks very much and without further ado, this is my chat with John Sheehan. Cool. Anyway, how are you doing? I'm doing doing well. Kind of breaking it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't like public speaking. I've never been on a podcast, so I, I don't even know why I agree, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It'd be, good. It'd be good. It's like a normal chat. Like, just like, imagine we're having a Skype call. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, true. They are the type of podcast that I do enjoy, though. You know, you got a lot of podcasts where it's obvious someone's reading from a script, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, just more conversational stuff is just easier to listen to and yeah. easier to participate in. So. <laughs> yeah, I just want to find out like, a bit more about you, like, who you are, background, and how you got to work with such amazing clients and uh, people like that and your work and stuff. So it'd be cool to just get chatting. Yeah. Um, well, I'm from Cork in Ireland. Um, I went to play school, primary school, secondary school, college, all in my the town that I grew up in. So that's, that's a bit mad. But um, yeah, I did visual communications in college. It wasn't... I didn't fly through it. It wasn't the easiest uh, thing. I was, you know, was, half of it was, I suppose, me not, you know, you know, I didn't really see a future for myself afterwards in a top design job. But that was probably because I was just finding it hard in college to, you know, work on things that, I enjoy doing it was all you know the the actual content that I was working on wasn't really my kind of stuff mm. so I suppose after college then was I didn't really even do any illustration in college it was all after college that I started kind of finding out that football illustration was even a thing you know I just it just sounds at the time if, in first year of college if you told me that it even existed I would yeah it was just been like oh yeah sign me up but um yeah, like in college, I just I was never never really got. I wasn't ever really able to focus. I uh, but after college is when everything just kind of started picking up for me, which is very strange. And like a lot of people as well, after college, they didn't really. They just kind of fell out of graphic design, um, fell out of illustration, didn't really end up pursuing a route in those things. So. I would probably, I would probably have been voted the least likely to succeed, and I'm flying it now at the moment, which is just if you told me back then, it would have. No, I still, still, you know, kind of figuring everything out as I go along, and kind of, you know, it's got to be the best way to do it, I think, unless yeah. you can, unless you got someone to hold your hand all the way through. But it's no fun because you don't get to make the same mistakes, you don't get to see your own progress develop. But when was the first time you knew you wanted to be a designer or creative? Um, have you always been drawing? Have you always been? Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably would have been considered the, you know, the arty one in, in my family. I was always kind of, you know, drawing as a kid. and But at the same time, probably wouldn't have thought that I would have been successful in it. Right. But at the same time, which is probably a bit of a contradiction, I probably would have thought it would be the only thing I would be able to do and be successful in. 
and kind of, you know, be almost a professional, <laughs> you know, and uh, I wouldn't, I never thought I'd be able to work on my own as well, which is a weird thing, you know, working for yourself, um, managing clients and things like that. That's, um, that's pretty mad. How are you finding it? It's unbelievable. It's so good. Like, I don't know whether it's because of the sports industry itself. Probably is because everyone kind of that I've worked that I work with in the sports industry is mad about sports. They're doing their dream job. They absolutely love it. So it's probably easier to work with people that are like that. Um, 100%. A lot, of, a lot of the briefs I get as well are very kind of open briefs. Do you know, like someone would ask me, they pick uh, an illustration from my Instagram page and they just say, oh, we love this style. Can you give us something um, along these lines? So, you know, that's so easy to follow. Like, you know, and then, then obviously the more kind of conceptual designs take a bit more back and forth, but it's it's never been, you know, anything that I've, struggle with yeah yeah that makes sense and obviously doing, doing things you love as well like if you, like you say it must be much easier to work with people that are doing stuff they love and, and you're both doing stuff you love rather than having people that sort of have to get through it yeah 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 i definitely get that a lot from the people i work with they all always very happy go lucky people no yeah. one's kind of rushing well there's a lot of times where i like i get an email and the deadline is like two days time so that kind of Charles Spanner in the works have to put a lot of things on hold but at the same time it's you know it's it's easy because you love it like yeah yeah so before we go too much further I'll have to ask you two questions uh what's your favorite football team Man United no <laughs> and uh, and uh, obviously you're a Conor McGregor fan right yeah yeah he's a bit uh, off the rails at the moment but um yeah, hopefully he gets back on track now. Forget about all this boxing nonsense and yeah. Do you like, think that's just like, having too much money at a young age? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Right. Because I think he's just a bit mad, to be honest. Yeah. You know, he needs and he's always been kind of you know chasing to get a title, and now he has what he wants, and now he has people chasing him. So. I think I heard someone say that on a podcast recently and it kind of resonated with me because it just makes so much sense. Mm. You know, he's probably waiting for opportunities to come up now. He's not too pushy. He has no one to chase. The only one bigger than him really in um, combat sports was Floyd Mayweather. He somehow managed to box him. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do now? Like it's hard to kind of come off a high like that, I suppose, and go back, go back to um, getting beaten up for a third of the, of the money you would have got there like so yeah, yeah it's, it's fun to follow it's, it's never boring <laughs> yeah definitely it's gonna be interesting to see um do you get a lot more coverage over in ireland i know it's moving off to, off design but you could you get a lot more coverage in ireland um about him and about what's going on yes i, I would say so well it's, i don't um it's like i don't have a perspective from that's true yeah from another place but i would i would say probably because you know when he became famous, you'd go to town, you know, for a few drinks in a pub and there'll be people with slipped back hair and wearing a suit with a beard. And he'd be like, you'd, you'd do a double take and he was like, what? 
And do you know, it's like, no, it's not Conor McGregor. It's just another person who dresses like him. So, I mean, even that alone, he's huge over here. A lot of people would consider him the biggest Irish sports star of all time. I, yeah. You know, he's, he's massive. Yeah. Cool. Nice one. Let's get back into design stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long have you been doing illustrations now? Um, stuff. Full time, only, I'd say, two years ish. Awesome. I'm living at home for, and you know, you think you're working full time because you're not paying bills and yeah. you're not going buying shopping and stuff. But uh, I moved out there about about six months ago, and yeah, no, I know what full time means. You know, yeah. um, you know, it's handy living at home because you get to kind of save up money. I wouldn't be able to do this job if I didn't start by living at home. Um, you know, like being able to kind of pick a few jobs that would not pay the most amount of money but would be good for me growing as a creative and you know getting my name out there as well but um yeah now like the, you know the, it was good to kind of move out because it gives you a kick in the ass and you know puts the pressure on so you have to like you have to be at the desk all day like yeah yeah well that's something i'm considering as well and it's interesting you talk, talk about that so do you, mind if, do you mind if I ask how old you are? Uh, 28. Cool. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Because I'm still at home and this is my parents' house, luckily. Uh, yeah. And yeah, they're, they're very supportive of me doing this. Um, I do have a separate, I do have a job to, to raise money as well now. Mm. Uh, but you know, they, they always said that you can stay as long as you want sort of thing until you get it up and running. Because obviously yeah. I want to go on my own eventually. Um, and yeah, that's cool to hear from a different person's perspective. Uh, yeah, I was I was the same to be honest. You know, I was just kind of waiting until I knew I was I'd be able to, you know, pay the rent. But at the same time, I moved. We moved. Uh, I live with my girlfriend. We moved out into the middle of nowhere. It's an, it's like an hour away from everywhere. Yeah. But the rent is cheap. Uh, sorry, my creative director Coco is after coming into the room. I'll just get rid of him. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You really do have to, you know, like kind of sacrifice that way, and you know, it's not the same as having a nine-to-five job because you don't have that security of the same paycheck every week. I mean, there was there there was one time I did a fairly big job and it took me six months to get paid. So you know, it's you have to have like a little net behind you before getting out there because getting paid is sometimes it's quite difficult. Yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, that's what I'm hoping to do at the moment, just save up. Um, I'm not sure how much I need to save, but I mean, just, just saving up, working at this job for a few years or so, and then just um, we'll jump out, uh, take, the leap, take the leap again. <laughs> so there's quite a few people doing like football illustrations and sports illustrations, especially like, on Instagram. I'm not sure how many people are doing it full-time like yourself, but how do you see yourself as being different from the others? Um... Difficult question. Like, there is definitely a bubble of people who focus on sports and yeah. illustration and combine them to, you know, I, I, the thing that really differentiates everybody is just a different style, I, I suppose. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how I, how, how I would really answer that. I, I, suppose, I suppose the kind of style speaks for itself. You know, like, there's, there's a few, I get a lot of comments on, um, you know, if a client tweets or posts an illustration of mine, and I, before I even know it's 
uh, dropped, you know, I'll have people tagging me underneath it saying, oh, this is definitely at John's portraits, you know, so like I suppose the style kind of speaks for itself in that regard. Yeah, that's cool. I, I can definitely um, tell you apart. You have used a lot of different colours and stuff in your in your work, a lot more than other people. I think that you tend to use more stuff in your backgrounds as well, not just illustration, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. I think it's really, really cool. And it's nice to have a little bit of different, differentiation, is that the right word, uh, from other people. Um, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. 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 So has any other people inspired you? When I first found that kind of bubble of uh, football illustrators, I just... They all inspired me, really. There's just there's so many of them, all so many different cool styles, and they all are just so nice and friendly. Do you know, yeah. if I ever need like advice on like, so a few people that I like message for advice on pricing and different things like that, and they're all they always have the time of day for you. So that's that's really cool. So you try to take inspiration different ways. You know, if like a lot of people message me now with the same questions, and I always make sure I give them. Do you know the best answer I can because people have been nice to me in the same way. No, that's awesome. I mean, you're, like you're inspiring me to create some football stuff and football illustrations uh, of my own. I want to work with sort of uh, sort of smaller league clubs and um, mm. like yourself. But you're obviously working with the big guys. I want to work with the small guys to see how it goes and try and do everything for them. Obviously, that's a good start. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe I just take a dive. And how did you get to work with these such big clients? It's weird to say, but just. I became a creep basically right. just, uh, like search for I sent so many emails to so many different people cool. all the time it's nice. you know, I kind of get a, a bit lazy if I have like five or six things on my docket I don't send as much emails but when it gets down to one or two I, I just honestly about 50 at a time and then like about if one percent get back that's that you have a job for the next week you know if that one percent is Man City what? if that one percent is Man City <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh my God, that was that was definitely a career high. That that was just the most amazing thing ever, like working for the Premier League champions, doing an illustration of every single person in the first team. was just, I still don't. It still sounds weird coming out of my mouth, to be honest. How long did it take to get through the whole team? I had around 17 days to do that. There was, I think it was like 26, 27 illustrations altogether. So... My eyes were goosed by the end of it, to be honest. But uh, I did the hero image first, which is like six people, yeah. six players. Um, so that include, including kind of getting the style um, down and signed off during that, then it really helped for the individual illustrations going forward because, you know, I could go re- reference that for everything I needed to do. And I didn't have to kind of, you know, get any feedback for those ones then because it, the style and direction was already signed off we like created a brand you know so yeah. I was able to do that so that took me about three or four days I think and then I got faster as, as I went along and then doing the kind of the individual illustrations but uh, yeah a lot, a lot of uh, long days towards the end of it meeting the deadline but yeah we got there in the end and we got there with like a, a day or two I think so we can kind of go back and fiddle around with little things so yeah it wasn't it wasn't really that stressful but it was a lot of work yeah, but I loved every second of it. Like, I'm not complaining one one bit. To be honest, it must be worth it seeing it out on the actual like players' um, Instagrams and all those people liking it. And those are millions and millions. Oh, of likes. the re- the reach was absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, I'm still getting messages, um, yeah. like different places. Like, it was on took over the homepage of ESPN, I think. Oh wow! Manchester Evening News had like uh, banners all over their page. Um, also, there was a few other places now, but. 
Yes, my eyes on match of the day. They like, uh, I think they had like a close up on the TV of the Man City tweet or something, or I'm not I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, sent a video of it appearing on match of the day, which was uh, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's it like to work for the Premier League champions? Uh, it's hard to put into words, really, because you know, working for working in, like for football teams is just a dream in itself. But then when you work for the champ, the champions of the Premier League, mm. it's the champ, champions of the Premier League. You get to do illustrations. Best teams in the world, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, does it matter that they all seem rivals? <laughs> no, that there was there was zero conflict there. At all, you I, you can't you can't you can't have that kind of you know attitude if you want to be successful at all. You know the the opportunity is there. It's it's, it's work at the end of the day. It's amazing work, but you know it's it's work. Yeah, no, that's just that's just so funny. Um, I know a lot of people have asked me that, right? But uh, no, it's no. <laughs> also, BT Sport as well. Did you see the competition they ran with um, the other artists during the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow that every year. It's it's unreal. Do you, do you get involved in that at all? No, no. Hopefully someday I will, but um, yeah. no, I I haven't uh, haven't been on it yet. It's uh, I really love that. I, love, I really like it how sort of big uh, corporations are starting to appreciate design a bit more, and uh, yeah. going into illustration as well. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great because like even when you're you know pitching to someone. If you're pitching a bit of work to them, you can always point to their competitors who are doing something similar, and that usually gives them a bit of a push then to yeah. kind of be the benefits of it. And so it's yeah, it's great that everyone's everyone's trying to one up each other in different ways. And yeah. social content is sort of the battleground at the moment, I suppose. With the emails you send out, what sort of stuff do you attach? Do you attach like a long document or a few shots? I, I usually just link to my website and my Instagram. Uh, and then a, a brief, very kind of um, informal message because I'm, I'm not a formal person, you know. I uh, I just I say, you know, introduce myself, digital artist I've worked with, so and so, you know, name drop a few people, and then just ask them if they ever have, you know, kind of plans or interest to use digital artists for any kind of print or digital media going forward and then that's just a kind of a conversation starter then you know not everyone replies obviously but uh yeah it's just a good way to kind of start the conversation nicely because at the end of the day you're not you know you're talking there's a person at the other end of the of the email not a not a boardroom or something like that you know so i, I always tend to keep it very casual um in kind of dealing with people it's just, it's, it works nicely for me anyway yeah cool uh, that's um, that's good. What sort of advice would you give to people that, like myself, really, that are starting to wanting to get into football illustration design and wanting to work with clubs? Send lots of emails. <laughs> um, yeah, just never stop looking for work. Basically, I don't want to say do work for free because a lot of people will take advantage of that. Then, but sometimes there can be value in you know if if you know that a club doesn't have that sort of budget. Uh, but they have like some reach that you can sort of get a bit of recognition from, you know, grow a followership a little bit, then sometimes it's okay. But as a rule, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do too much free work because people just take the, the peak. 
Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've heard uh, lots of people talk about this. Um, it's a very sensitive subject to some people as well. Some people are really against it, but... Yes, yes, people get really militant when you talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think if they're the right people, and if it's if, if it's the right person, and you feel like it's, it's right, then, then do it. Yeah. Uh, cool. It probably depends on their tone as well, to be honest. If they're like, if they just expect, expect you to do all this work because... Yeah because they just think that it's not really a job. You know? I guess my in Instagram request messages is just a long line of do Lingard or do Batshuayi in this pose or something like that. And they're just rude about it as well, you know? They're like, will you please do this for me? It's like, do Lingard. It's like, no, man, I'm busy. <laughs> exactly, yeah, they don't understand. It's probably, they're probably kids, most of them as well. But yeah, they just well. appreciate your, to be honest, they just appreciate your work. Uh, that's true, yeah, I suppose I didn't really look at it like that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they just don't know how to reach out properly. Um, they need some manners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at least they appreciate your work. So how, how do you actually go around doing it? Do you colour in the shadows? Like, Do you start with the player first and do the, sh do the shadows? Because that's what I've been doing. Um, yeah, I do an outline. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like all the, you know, a black outline first. Yeah. Then, then um, I do colours last. I try to keep the shadows kind of simple enough for like, you know, angular and something that's kind of fun to look at. Yeah. Uh, and then I just, I usually use colors to last. So I mean, like, leave the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean like the, the facial, facial features, like the nose is always quite a tricky one for me. Um, like sort of the, this bit like the, the tip of the nose going around that and the eyes and doing the eyes, like getting the shape for that. Uh, how how do, you, do you just draw the pen tool? Um, yeah, pen tool and for I do kind of two different running styles at the moment. One like kind of sketchy style that I use, um, you know, pen pen pressure sensitive uh, brushes on Photoshop, uh, and then I use you know just the the pen tool in Illustrator. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, like picking out the certain details of you know the characters. I'm still kind of developing and changing that as well you know i'd see something and i wouldn't really like a certain maybe the way i do someone's eyes or something and then i still wouldn't figure out how to do it any way better and then it would just some one day it would just click and it would be like oh i'll do this differently and yeah so it's a lot of um trial and error really yeah that's definitely i found that as well what's uh what's been the toughest thing to draw there's clients um like i work with this American, they're like a social media agency, so they have like you know a lot of clients underneath them, and they hire illustrators uh, like myself to you know create the content. But there was one, there was one time where I had to do like very caricature style uh, illustration with like there's about 15, 16 different characters in it, and um, that was that was rough. That took that took forever, and it was. Uh, yeah, that was that was probably the hardest thing I've, I've done. But I got there in the end, and I toasted a beer to myself because it was I deserved it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit more of a caricature style. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit a bit hard, isn't it? When you when they're not you know actually like copying off a off a photo, or you just, actually that's a question. Do you, do you just copy it from a photo, or do you like sort of uh, trying to without the photo behind? Yeah. No, I, I um for. The outlines I use, uh, I use a photo or to reference off, yeah. and then um, I kind of pick out the shadows myself then because that's kind of, you know, an element of the style I suppose that yeah. I can employ. So 
it's it doesn't it wouldn't really work to kind of to pick off or to draw over for a shadow so i just kind of i'd fill them in myself then um, are you uh are you a whack on tablet man or like a yeah i got one of these guys into us uh it's just a regular into us i think but um yeah a few i have a few invoices coming in now soon so i'm gonna upgrade i'm on like a an old ass uh, HP, what's it called again? Pavilion, like three and a half years old as well. So this thing has to go. Yes. It's, it's been good to me. So Windows, man, no, no Mac. Oh yeah, I've, all, I've always been Windows. Yeah. You stick Windows? Sorry. You'll stick Windows. You'll stick with Windows. Yeah, yeah. I, go, I think I'll get um, so. uh, Surface Pro. Oh yeah, um, they're good. Yeah, that'll be a dream. Would you? Should you do it on the go as well then? Ah. Maybe, probably not. I'll probably just stick stick it on my desk or something with a coffee. I'd say, yeah. but uh, yeah, it would be nice actually to go go down the road and sit in front of the fields with a coffee now and just do a little few illustrations. But, yeah, well, just, we'll see. Because it gives me um, the, op the opportunity to do it anyway. I suppose. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've always I've always admired people that use iPad Pros for illustration because um, I've tried the Wacom tablets and I know, I know it's not exactly looking at, on an iPad, not like drawing pen and paper, but it's. It, I don't know, it just doesn't feel, when I'm, especially in the Wacom, it's just like, it doesn't feel like I can make the connection points, no, it doesn't feel, at least with the mouse, I can, I don't know, it's different for different people. I'm not, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it takes a lot of the guesswork out as well when you, when you be drawing directly onto um, a surface or something right. like that, because, you know, you have the pad and you're looking at the screen trying to match everything up, so when you're doing long lines, it kind of it's hard to you know you you almost have to have rulers here like pointing to the screen so it's properly perpendicular you know but yeah. I suppose when you have um when you're drawing directly onto a screen it's, I would presume it's a lot easier and takes a lot of the kind of guesswork out of it yeah yeah because I still use a mouse and I think it's it's pretty it's, it's all right it's pretty good um, can't get the pressure sensitivity then though so the brushes in in Photoshop won't yeah the same thing yeah I don't, I don't actually yeah, I need to, I mean, I've only just started doing illustrations, but um, yeah, I think I need to sort that out. <laughs> Get some uh, Wacom and some some tablets in there. What do you think the best skill if an illustrator is to have? Something that I've only developed quite recently, actually, is to, to when you get to a certain point in an illustration, to know that it's not turning out the way you want it to turn out and to start again. I... I just completely dismissed any of those ideas when I first started out. I'm like, no, I'm going to make this work. But it, you know, you have to, it's, it's something that you just develop over time, I suppose. But it definitely, definitely has helped me. Like, there's been sometimes even when, you know, Illustrator has crashed and I started again, and I'm like, oh, this is so much better. You know, you have that kind of perspective, I suppose, from starting again and looking at things a little bit differently and like oh yeah this looks way better than what i did the first time so i suppose kind of being a bit critical of your own work is a good skill to have awesome what's your number one tip for creatives number one tip for creatives <laughs> it's so weird that i'm being asked for like tips on <laughs> honestly uh it's not you do such good work honestly i this it, may be the first podcast but honestly I, I really really appreciate you coming on and it's um yeah i love you <laughs> no, no hassle. I, I, I said yesterday because like, you know I suppose that would be a tip you know pushing yourself into stuff that you wouldn't usually do like me doing this podcast um, that would that's probably a good one you know there's there's a lot of jobs that I got um, kind of 
early on in my um, illustration career, and um, you know, be like, oh, that that is hard, that is difficult, but you know, I just did it, and it always it always turned out right. So, I suppose you know, you you you're always going to have these feelings like that. Uh, it's going to be too hard for you or it's going to be like way too difficult or beyond your reach or whatever. Um, but just give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be my, my advice, I guess. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Uh, finally, the last two questions I ask everyone, well, that's three, but you've just answered one. Uh, what's your best purchase under a hundred euros is over there? Euros. Yeah. 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 What's the best purchase um, under hundred euros? Pretty much everything I own is under hundred euros. <laughs> Uh, probably this guy. This uh, that was only like sixty bucks or something. Got it online. Probably that because I never really drew in Photoshop before that because I didn't like the non-pressure sensitive brushes and that really kind of allowed me to develop that kind of sketchy style that I do some of my illustrations with. So if I never got that, I probably would, I'd probably still be on Illustrator. Only only Illustrator and not go near Photoshop. So probably that thing. And that's the graphics tablet for people just listening. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it feels like a, a Wacom ad now. Still, the Wacom into it. How many times have I ever showed it up like that? Like, like, like a ring girl. Like, Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's um, the Wacom Intuos. This is like the basic one. I'll look into that as well myself. Uh, so it's a pretty good starting point, actually. I mean, obviously, it doesn't need to be a starting point because you're learning, you know, you're working with huge people and you're still using it. Um, so that's fantastic. So finally, well, how do you want to be remembered? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I want to be remembered. I don't know if I've... Probably for doing something nobody else has done before, but I don't think I've done anything like that yet. So <laughs> uh, I have a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, I suppose probably for doing something that no one else has done. That's an awesome goal. I really like that. Maybe really start, uh, start some sort of trend, design trend or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's very vague, but we'll see. Nah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Thanks very much for being on the podcast. No, no problem. Where can people say hello to you and find you on the internet? Instagram and Twitter is at John Sportrait. So J-O-H-N-S-P-O-R-T-R-A-I-T-S and john-sportraits.com. Awesome. Thanks very much. Okay, thank you. Nice one. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I really appreciate you listening. We've got a really loyal fan base and you guys keep listening each episode. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. We're nearing 500 subscribers as well on YouTube. We're definitely going to get there in the next month or so. Keep sharing the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Give us a review. Tell us who you want on next. Also, I'd love to get to know you as well. Send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, anywhere really that you can, you can find me, and even an email, hello at bluedeardesign.co.uk or at bluedeardesign on any social media. And I want to chat to you. I want to find out who you are, who's listening to this podcast. Uh, we, we need to get some more engagement going. I need to find out who's listening, uh, what I can do for you, and how I can tell it to make it better for you. So send me a message. Don't be scared. I'm, I'm more than happy to chat with people. Uh, thanks very much. See you in the next episode.